Welcome to episode 166. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. What's up? And this is Bobby. We also have a guest for the second week in a row, Delmi Barrias. Returning <laughs> champion. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming back on the show with us. Thanks for having me back. It was so much fun that I couldn't get away, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I like, I, like, I like that answer. I like that answer. But You're I'm welcome. sure it's also because there's a, there's an, there was an amazing game that we just had about a few days ago. It, yes. Does anybody remember that? It feels like yes. It feels like <laughs> it feels like it just ended, but it feels so long ago. Uh, I don't know. Huh? It doesn't feel that long ago for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear. I, I think I just like maybe because I've rewatched it like four times. Maybe that's why it's so fresh <laughs> in my mind. But but it certainly didn't feel like long ago. Well, I, 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 no. I, I will say this: uh, we haven't done balls and beers yet, but in lieu of balls and beers. And because uh, last year, I, I tell me if you remember, I, I was hitting the scotch because my picks were, were so bad last week. <laughs> this this week, I'm going to go ahead and hit it because I'm celebrating. <laughs> As you should be. It was quite the game. That was a good little pop, David. Ah, thank you. Um, so <laughs> the, the LA Galaxy remain undefeated in El Trafico after this 3-2 uh, win. Um, Zlatan gets a perfect hat trick in this game. Uh, Carlos Vela gets two goals, um, contested, yeah. maybe contested. Uh, but again, yeah. the Galaxy remain undefeated in El Trafico, and you have to wonder like that is further digging into the minds of LAFC uh, in in that the Gal they have not been able to get one over on the Galaxy. Yeah, it has to be a little bit more deeper now, much deeper now. Uh, I don't know, guys. I don't. I at this point, I feel for LFC having lost this. Aside from the fact that it's you know a big rivalry here in LA, I don't think for them long term, not not as of now, I don't think it really affects them. Um, I got a chance to kind of you know touch base with Jordan Harvey the day after, and just off of everyone else's quotes, even the day of the game. Mm -hmm. They're still feeling confident. You know, they keep reiterating they're still in first place. Their confidence level isn't any lower than it was prior to that. They simply had a bad game. The intensity wasn't there. And you learn from that and you move forward. So based off of what I'm getting from the team, I don't think it's necessarily something that's getting to them now. Um, maybe down the line, if it's, say, when they go to the bank and it's another loss, then maybe... Yeah. <laughs> you will start to look way deeper into, okay, what's going on here. But as of now, I think it's just a, a loss, a very, you know, one of the very few that they've had this season. It's not something that affects them really in the long term, aside from maybe their ego, because LA Galaxy won again. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's mostly their ego. We're not t we're not touching their 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 position on the stands or the position in on uh, in the Western Conference. But we're definitely hitting their ego and their and their uh, confidence when they come towards us when they come playing against us, you know. And especially this last game, I mean, I feel like they were very they couldn't they couldn't answer in anything anyway, which was surprising to me. Well, I mean, they didn't have any answers to Slatan, and like mm. we said even last week, if Slatan shows up. Good luck getting anything past him yeah. because when he shows up, it's basically he's unstoppable and you can't, there's nothing you can do essentially to get by him, sure. to get around him. When he shows up, it's game over. Yeah. You yeah, absolutely. When he, sh 
not when he shows up for sure, but also the rest of the team showed up yeah. this time around. And he and, needs and that support like, in order to show up. Because he cannot show up if he doesn't have that support. And to me, like, you know, the, the, the one that I've been complaining for weeks and weeks and weeks and finally showed up was Alvarez. And I was just amazed at how well he was in this game. It blew me away. I was like, where the hell have you been, dude? This is the shit that I've been wanting. Yeah, I think he played really well. I was also a big fan of... Um, Valenta, I think he did great that game. Um, Araujo as yeah, well. Valenta's Collectively, good. like you said, the team showed up, and ultimately that's what got them the win on Friday night. Looking, looking at the starting eleven, um, for me, I think the the big difference. We talked last week about how, or I think you asked us about uh, Dave Romney and whether or not we start him in this game, and I think we all said, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but then having Polenta come back um, and, and play in the left back, I mean, granted, Carlos Vela got two goals, but for the most part, he shut down that left side. And um, on the other side, yep. I thought that Arahu in the midfield was a big gamble yeah. on, on GBS's part, and it paid off, and yeah. it made him look like a genius. That could have gone either way too. It could have sure. either it could have gone horribly, and then you would you would ask the question: Why would you gamble with such a move on such an important game? And people would be criticizing him, or it would have turned out the way he did, where he put him there and look at how it played out. It worked out for the best, and now everyone's praising him. So it was, it was a huge gamble, but a gamble that worked. Yeah, I think um, absolutely. I, I, and and like we said, I think everybody showed up, and so that plays a huge, huge part in in how this game uh, turned out. And I know I was I was definitely nervous. I think it's the only part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I mean, you should have saw me. I I lost my shit the first when they got their penalty kick. I'm like, <laughs> no! Nah! Like I literally got up and spun three sixty yelling at it. Like I was I was so angry. I was so fucking angry. I was like, here we go again. And then, you know, just a few minutes later, Zlatan showed up and answered. And, now, and, that, and with an amazing, amazing assist and an amazing uh, work, working the ball between two defenders and that strike. My God. Yeah, that was. Yeah, those first seven, eight minutes of the game were the craziest first seven or eight minutes that I feel like I've seen in the game in a very long time. Even people at the press box, like everyone was just losing their mind, like, what is happening here? And it's only eight minutes into the game. Definitely put on a show for sure. They didn't to the point. Totally. Well, one of the things that I I said to myself when when Zlatan scored that goal, and it was an it was an immediate response to to being down one zero. When you're down one zero in the first few minutes, it's kind of demoralizing. You're you're essentially starting the game off down a goal, and you, you know your your mindset may or may not change. Maybe you start getting a little bit panicked, like, okay, we have to start mm -hmm. from uh, the ground up. You know, we're starting below mm -hmm. uh, zero, and, you know, maybe we'll panic. We'll go away from our game plan. Um, and the, the as, first thing that went to my mind was, galaxy. yeah. And, and and the first thing that went to my mind, just like just like Bobby said, like, oh, my God, this can get very, very ugly. You know, it's only a couple minutes in. We're all, I'm already expecting a blowout. This is not good. Okay, how do they react? They They reacted perfectly. They answered very quickly, and the Zlatan goal was not identical, but it was eerily similar to his very first goal last season. And when he scored the goal, 
I said to myself, they're not losing this game. Like, Zlatan just broke them again. They are not losing this game. Whether or not we win and whether or not we score again, I just, I'm confident that we're not losing this game. And the Galaxy ended up playing a near-perfect and very complete game, the first that I've seen all season long, which made me wonder where in the world has this team been the entire oh, season. No, that's, that's definitely the best game that they've ever played this season. It's definitely, like, yeah. ab- above all. Yeah, and, you know, and it's they, by a mile. We have not seen this. This is the team that on, on paper should be playing this way, but they haven't. Yeah. And that's what's been so frustrating with us. You know, we have incredible players that don't live up to their stature. Um, and so, so finally today we got it. I know not today. You know what I mean. Let's game. <laughs> if you, if you look at the stats and, and tell me, you'll have to figure, help me out to see if maybe I'm, I'm imagining things here. If you, if you look at the stats, <clears throat> the galaxy didn't dominate the stats, but they were pretty even from like, after like dummy mentioned the eight, that after that first intense eight or nine minutes, um, in the first half, the team, both teams were pretty even, um, probably all the way up until just after halftime. And then the galaxy cranked it up just a little bit. And, uh, and, and LAFC, even though they had more shots, they had more possession. Um, they weren't the greatest though. Never really seemed to have taken control of the match. They never seemed to have taken control yeah, and I think and even every player after the game was saying the same thing. The one thing that they lacked overall with one word is just intensity. They did not bring that intensity level that they needed to bring to a game like this. Again, when you have Slatan playing such a game like that, you know his intensity level is through the roof. And you need to be able to match what he's bringing to the table. And that's simply something that they couldn't, they just couldn't bring. Because when you actually look at everything, the actual game, LAC didn't necessarily even play bad. It's just that <laughs> Galaxy was just so good that it yeah, makes you believe, like, were they just bad? But they weren't bad. It's just that Galaxy, yeah. they brought their A, a game that day. Yeah. yeah, they shut them down. They shut them down. They found a way to, to, to bring them down. It was it was pretty amazing. And like yeah, I said, I, I, the entire team was on point. Lewis, go. No, I, I have to agree. I, I don't think that the LAFC played bad, but rather that Galaxy played significantly better and though LAFC dominated the ball they dominated possession and they got more shots I I don't think there was ever really uh I think there's maybe like two occasions where I felt in danger one of them was a scramble inside the box Mm -hmm. I think it was finally cleared Mm -hmm. by Felcher and the other one was a shot off the post by Rossi other than that LAFC was pretty much shut down offensively Vela did absolutely nothing he had two goals one was a penalty and the other one was offside offside I mean, completely offside. It wasn't even close. And uh, for whatever reason, the ref had, we'll call it a very off night uh, in that <laughs> game. And uh, it, in all fairness, it probably should have been three to one. And you saw the frustration mm-hmm. in Vela. He was completely shut down. Polenta and Gonzalez had him in check the entire game. They didn't give him an inch. It was the perfect game plan. So, Adam, I mean, you can argue that there was no intensity from LAFC, but I... I feel, no, I saw them swarming. I saw them attacking. I saw them pressing. The Galaxy just had the perfect game plan. I, I just think that on the day, Galaxy answers. was just better all around from the coaching to the players to uh, the efficiency. I mean, everything just kind of 
worked in the galaxy's favor. And honestly, it was just a, a, a case I mean, of the, the galaxy just was the better team on the night. I mean, and on top of that, Domi, the environment. The environment yes. was sky high. Oh my god. You know, I gotta give it to the Galaxy fans. Like when we first showed up when it when I first showed up, initially I could mainly hear the LAFC fans. You know, they had three little sections across the, the arena, the stadium where you could see them, you could hear them. The second or the minute that the game started, from there until the game ended, all I could hear were Galaxy yep. fans. Yep. It was yep. so intense. It was so, loud. so loud. It was it was amazing. It was I, I really got to give it credit. Everyone showed up, supported the team. Been, um, they were really loud. They made their presence known. It was just the atmosphere that was unbelievable. Yeah, it's been a very long time since I felt that kind of atmosphere. I mean, that was, I mean, to the stratosphere, probably, you know, yeah. over 10. Probably you know? since last year. It's the meter. and Probably goes, since last year's you know, first game, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that was kind of more of a downer because we were down for so long and then everything came up in the second half. But this was full 90, guys. Yeah, full you're right. You're 90, right. Where everybody was going nuts and berserk and everybody was on point doing their chants, doing, you know, and we were loud. We were drowning every all AF, LAFC fans. And there were a lot of them. There yeah. were a lot of LAFC yeah. fans. You couldn't see them, but they were, they were there. And there was, a, there was a lot of them. But I'm fine. <laughs> um, they, they just they blended in so well. Um the but I think that added to the intensity of the game like the energy of the crowd that added to the physicality and the in the intensity of the game I mean this thing got pretty physical in certain spots there was um there was the little scuffle between uh Fabio Alvarez Rolf Felcher and uh Segura um oh dude I thought Fabio was going to get a red he kept like hitting the dude in the I was so surprised it oh was my not God. a I was red. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> I, I think the only thing that, that maybe saved him from being a red is that Segura came in so hard and really instigated a lot of it. And, and Fabio was just in there trying to defend Rolf Felcher again, which is nice to see that the teammates are all defending each other. Even Slotson yeah. came over and kind of got in, in Segura's face. Um, one of my one of my favorite things from that uh, moment was as uh, Diamande is trying to separate Zlatan, he's kind of looking, he, he's slapping his hand away from him. And then he kind of, and then at, at, at some point, Zlatan gets disgusted by, you know, Diamande's, <laughs> you know, constantly trying to like push, push on his chest. And he finally, he finally gives him a look like, don't touch me. And, and just kind of walked away in, in, you know, like, like Zlatan does with, the, with a lot of players that he sees that are, you know, sort of beneath him, you know, which is everybody in this league, apparently. Um, because, it, because of his height, too. Because, and because, because of his, of his height. height. I mean, Diomandi is a big guy, and yet he had a, he's looking up at, at, at Zlatan. He's, yeah, he's still looking down at him, yeah. Um, but, Zlatan's looking down but, at him. But, you know, it, it just it adds to the, the, you know, the rivalry fodder. Um, so you had that, you have that scrum. Um, you had the, uh, the Carlos Vela, you know, spin punch. Uh, to the back of uh, Joe Corona, which ended, which I'm surprised that didn't warrant a card because that's pretty much like a kick out. Um, but was it was it Corona? Or was it Dos Santos? It was I Corona. It Santos was Corona. Okay. Um, yeah, he did the little spin. He grabbed on on Corona's elbow, and then he did like a little spin punch. And then, of course, the yeah. the, the the two moments that every uh, everybody's kind of talking about now is 
the uh, does lots on elbow to Almunir, mean sorry, yeah. Almunir, who which ended up uh, fracturing a, a bone in his face, and then the Almunir um, uh, stomp on Joe Corona, um, which looked very dangerous. It could have bro- you know could have broken Corona's leg. Lucky, luckily nothing happened to, to Corona there. But I mean. Again, it's it's a really physical game. That's a lot of sort of things that if you look at them on their own, those could all those all of those things could have led to a red card. And it's something that they could go back and either choose to review, like actually review, because like you said, there's so many things that happen throughout the game that could have very well potentially ended really bad, or it could be the complete opposite where they just choose to kind of just wash your hands clean from it and move on. Yeah. But this is also a, what I had mentioned, a off night for the ref in that he lost control of the match. There were so many instances where he probably could have stopped it or done a better job of it. I mean, I can't imagine how the stomp on Corona wasn't at the very least a card because nothing came out of that. Nothing came out of the, uh, you know, the, the, the punch or the, the swing punch that Bello threw. Um, and before that, everyone was talking about the punch, but he was brought down by somebody else. I think it was Blackman who, who brought him down. It was off the ball. And at the same time, Bello kind of threw the swing. So, I mean, there were, there were two guys there that made an infraction completely off the ball. There's no reason for Corona to be going down. And uh, again, no, no card issued, but, you know... Uh, this wasn't a case of let them play. This was just blatant. I'm not doing my job. And it puts the, the players in dangerous spots because if you're not calling this, there's obviously going to be some sort of retaliation or, oh, okay, I'm free to do this. And he, he quickly could have lost the match. Um, I, I don't think he quite did, but we'll say that he played a huge factor um, as far as uh, the game went, uh, including the no VAR decision throughout the entire match. I'm not sure if yep. he knew he, he had it at his disposal uh, because there was a, 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 few, a few incidents that he probably should have uh, looked at, including the, the, the second goal, which was clearly, clearly yeah. offside. And, yeah, that was um, incredibly surprising that they didn't even attempt to go and take a look at VAR. Like, not right. even not even a, a hesitation at all, whatsoever. Yeah, and, and I think yeah. uh, soccer yeah. photogrammetry... Just move on, move on. Yeah, soccer photogrammetry on, on Twitter posted... Uh, he, he does a bunch of, like, graphs to, to show, like, where everybody is, where the line actually is, whether or not somebody's offside or not. And he, he showed that definitively Villa's offside on that on that second goal. But but even without that that play, there was another play where uh, Zlatan uh, oh, the, that, the ball was played to Zlatan, and then there was um, they they instantly called offside instead of letting the play go on and saying okay let's see how it develops does it end in a goal or not and then blow the whistle and say okay we let the play go on now let's go ahead and look at VAR to see if it's legitimate or not they didn't they stopped the play instantly when it was so close right. it may or may not have been outside but offside but it was so close to the point where you need to let that go but it really did seem like they had absolutely no intention and, of using VAR that night and Lewis is right because I mean that's what we've been seeing all season in most of the games you know you let the, you let the play go through and then you go back to watch VAR which was so odd but whatever yeah 
<laughs> it is what it is. It's it's, it's still a galaxy I'm victory. You know? <laughs> it is what it is. It got the win in the end. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, cool. I, I, what, where, what do you guys think about this? Because th- this is pretty much, this is this week's million dollar question. It was this just a one time thing that we saw from the galaxy or <laughs> was this actually the turning point in the season? We are in mid July. We are past the halfway point. This is where teams kind of put it into uh, a, a different gear and they make that playoff push and they ride that momentum into the playoffs. So is it something that, the galaxy okay we've turned a corner or hey this is just a one-time thing because we got really upped for this game uh let's go back mm-hmm. to the same dull lackluster we're being outplayed for a good percentage of the game because one of the things that i didn't notice in this game that crosses latan crosses latan crosses latan with the exception of the second goal it didn't exist that strategy did not exist. Well, yeah, we had more, we had way more because we had much more run of play. Our midfield was moving forward. Alvarez and everybody were making incredible passes. We didn't have to do these wing these wing plays like we've been doing. We've been but, moving around a lot. We moved around the field a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was almost. And, 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 and I put and again, and I put that I put that in in, in the the fully within the team in, in general, not just one individual. Because this has been a very, very big difference. And like you were saying, Lewis, I'm not ready. To, I want to hear Delmi's answer, but I'm not ready to be like, yeah, gung-ho all the way. Because this team has been lackluster so much, so hard. And in games that we believe are important, if this is the only game they think it's important, there's still something yeah. wrong. Right. And I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, probably an unpopular answer for me right now. But... I think it might be a one-off thing. It's too, it's too early for me to say, okay, this is a turning point. This is, you know, going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can say something very interesting post-game. Someone asked him, is it frustrating that you can't play at this intensity and at this level every game? And this is what he said. It's not every single week that we play LAFC. So... There's something about this rivalry for him that sounds like it means extra, extra than anything else. And the question verbatim was, sure. is it frustrating that you can't, you can't play like this every single week? And he literally said, it's not every single week that we play LAFC. Um, and then he goes on to say, today was a different game. Today was about a rival game. So to me, I so think it's like that from him. It, exactly. But he puts a lot of emphasis on this LAFC game and, for me, I feel like there's something about the matchup against LAFC that moves more, maybe because it's in the same city and you want to be the best in your city, you want to be the best in whatever. But to me, it just shows, yeah. okay, this this had an extra um for you because it's against LAFC. But where is yeah. that same attitude in every other game? Because clearly, yeah, that's not was... the mentality that you're walking into in every game. And truth be told, you probably can't play at that level and with that intensity level every single game. But you sure. could at least be consistent in some type of way, and that just has not proven to be the case. So for me, as of now, I mean, if I'm going one or the other, I feel like it's a one-off, a one-off thing for now. It's too soon for me to tell. I feel like I'd have to see a couple more games where something is consistent 
whether it's sure, that midfield, sure. whether it's that defense, whether whatever it is, I need to see some kind of consistency before I can really have confidence that okay, you're turning this around, you're gonna make that you know playoff playoff push and make that happen. It's just too soon to tell. Yeah, I, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think the uh, one thing that the Galaxy has been consistent on is the inconsistency, uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. ironically. <laughs> but the, 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 exactly. Uh, at a couple points at what you said about, you know, keeping that same intensity and why is it only up for this game? Well, the the atmosphere in the stadium sh- will show you that this is not just any normal game. There's something special about this game. You walk in there and you... I thought we won if, the World if, Cup. If, right, exactly. <laughs> if, if you have told someone, okay, they have no idea what's going on, you put them in there, you probably they probably would have thought this was some sort of championship game. They probably would have thought that this was some crazy... A game that they probably should have been watching, and you're going to tell them, actually, this is just a run of the bill MLS regular season game. <laughs> Nothing really special, but it's game. not true. This <laughs> this game is something special, and players should be getting a little extra hyped and a little extra intense for this particular game. The fans certainly are, but his post game comments they're a little contradictory because I think the week before he was saying that every game is like a playoff game to Zlatan. But that's not entirely true based on what we saw. So I would love to see that team play every game as if it was their last. I would love to see the team play every game as if their season depended on it. Not just one game. Because it does. I mean... I mean, Zlatan came here to be the champion of MLS. So to say that is so disappointing. Like to to to, to just to point out one game and be like, "Well, this is why I care." It's ridiculous. You should be you should be caring for the cup, get the points, get a playoff, and start overrolling and, all these other teams. And, I mean, I just don't understand that mentality. Let's not forget that at the beginning of the season, he said that in MLS you just have to make the playoffs and and win MLS Cup. You don't have to be the best team in the league, and everywhere else you have to win the season in order to be the champion. And so just making MLS cup or making the playoffs wasn't good enough that we had to be the best team in the league. And so this again, contradicts another thing that Zlatan has said, but um, for me, I mean, uh, to Delmi's point earlier is that I, I need to see, I need to see more of this. So we're usually when you have that turning point in the season, you don't know that it's a turning point until much later. So it could be that we could be pointing to this game, you know, in a few weeks or a few months and saying, yeah, that was the turning point. Or well, it could be that, oh, well, I guess it was just a one-off. Um, we'll have to see. And the Galaxy have a tough road ahead of them. But I think um, this yeah. is where it's important to have a Galaxy historian on staff in the in the locker room talking to the players about what each uh, match means to everybody. And so I'm sure that, some of us Galaxy fans can come up with some story that would rile Zlatan up so that the, whatever the next game we play, um, whoever the opponent, we have something to kind of like boil Zlatan's blood. I mean, you know, we play Portland next week. So let's tell him, tell him about the time yeah. that uh, Nigel DeYoung murdered Darlington Nagby on the field and they rolled him out in a wheelchair and it turned out that he was fine. So, you know, that, that might <laughs> rile him up. I mean, well, but, I mean, but like, I, I think... I guess, so like, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. no. Hold on, hold on, guys. Okay. We're, we're well, getting the, away. The thing is, is that we're getting away from the. I, I know that David. <laughs> the thing is, I, I know that David is being kind of sarcastic because I know what he means. Like we, we need to get him riled up. But the fact of the matter is that you're kind of heading into the home stretch here, 
This is where teams kind of That's turn it up. If, if that yeah. isn't enough motivation for Zlatan or anybody on that team, it doesn't have to be Zlatan. If anybody else doesn't feel that, hey, we're pretty much sort of in a must win from here on out. Because yeah. truth be told, had you lost to LAFC on Friday and San Jose won, Ooh. Minnesota gained a point, RSL gained a point, Houston won, uh, Portland won. You had all these results happen. You would have dropped in the standings significantly. You would have ended up in, Absolutely. I think, fourth or fifth. Another couple of results come in. We could be looking at sixth place and just right above that that playoff line. So, and this is just in week number twenty, without having the big games prize, coming Lewis. up. You have a yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's exactly yeah, my it, point. That this, that like, if, if you don't feel the all, next few all, games, yeah. if you don't feel the next few games are still must win, that they're still tough. You got to go to Portland. You got to go to Atlanta. You got to go to Seattle. You play Seattle twice. You got to play LAFC again. You got to play Dallas. I mean, these are t- these are not easy games. If you feel that you can let up in any one of these games, you're in a lot of trouble. And, and we talked about it last week. Yeah. You said right now, as of right now, the Galaxy may very well not make the playoffs. And I agree with you based on the schedule that is left. That if they let up, mm-hmm. th- th- you can kiss the playoffs goodbye because everyone is so close to each other. But they continue to play like that, and we hope that they match that intensity. We hope that they they see the importance yeah, of the this- rest of the regular season. Then you play like that. Yeah. Hypothetically, who else in MLS is going to beat us? Because we just theor- I mean, like we all- theoretically just shut down the quote unquote best team in the league. I think the yeah, next two games will be very team. telling to see how they how they do yes. if they're able to take that momentum everything that they took from that game if you're able to bring that to portland to atlanta if you can even even mm-hmm. if they go in there and they lose one of those games if they still play well and they bring that intensity level that physicality and everything you can see okay this we is starting to the growth. Turn. It's, yeah it's, exactly so it's going to come down a lot to those to those two games and you also will very likely have Sebastian Lee Jed and Chris Pontius, not Chris Pontius, sorry, Perry Kitchen back. You also get a couple players back in there. Um, so, like I said, I think it's gonna it's gonna come down to these next two games to see how they perform on the road. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that yeah. turns out. I think after those two games, like I, we can have like a better assessment of where they are and whether they can progress or not. Hmm. Yeah, no, like like we were saying, I don't think any of us think this is the turning point, but it has to be the turning point um, from what yeah. all of what we've been saying. But let's get back to the game. Uh, we want to we want to hear uh, what, what tell me what who was your your man of the match in this game? I mean, if we're aside from Slatan, because obviously I feel like Slatan is the obvious right. result and stuff. <laughs> For me, oh, yeah, for he, me, the he two, got us the win. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, taking Zlatan away, the two players that stood out a lot to me, like I mentioned earlier, were um, Araujo and Valenta. I think they both had solid performances. They both helped a lot. Um, I think overall they were consistent in every level. And even even Zlatan at the post-conference um, mentioned something about Valenta, how you know he was someone that really helped him through the game. And for me, for me, I'd probably give it to one of those two. Louis, what do you great, think? Great. Yeah, I mean, I always feel like Palenta's pretty solid. Was- uh, for me, it, I think this is a trick question for this game because uh, I think the uh, a trickier question to answer is, well, who was your worst guy? Because I can't think of one. 
everybody yeah. played the way that they were supposed to play. Obviously, Zlatan, Patrick, it's it's kind of like the no-brainer. You got all three goals. Polenta and Araujo, solid. I, I agree. But Fabio Alvarez had his best game of the season yeah. in a Galaxy uniform. Not only was... Yep. I mean, he had a shaky start. He had some bad giveaways, including uh, the, the, the giveaway that led to the, the, the penalty very early in the game. Um, but he settled down, and he started just being very in sync with everybody else, uh, especially with Zlatan. You had the dummy passes. You had the back heels. You had everything He's going right for, for, for Alvarez. He was being creative. And not only that, something that you, you haven't seen, or at least I haven't seen from Alvarez, he was tracking back and defending. He was tracking back and, and, sure. and actually uh, closing up those spaces and, and you know, closing in on, on any play with the ball. You never saw that. Um, Uriel Antuna, same thing. Yes. A guy who doesn't defend. And, and there was this one play, I think it was off a corner kick. LFC counters the other way. And Rossi is almost ready to just go one-on-one with Bingham, which nine times out of ten will probably result in a goal. And who comes out of nowhere yeah. backtracking all the way back? Antuna who makes this perfect tackle to save that one-on-one. Yep. I mean, everybody was just absolutely on point. We and all lost it. <laughs> yeah, I I just lost cannot crowd, give it up. Seriously. No, for real. And with that, well, aside from Zlatan being the obvious choice, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know who else to give it to because everyone played so well. The weakest link, who could you possibly say? Bingham for committing the penalty? That's it. I have no other if you want criticism. to go that far, yeah. Yeah, if you want to go that far, right. There's no other criticism that I have on any other player. It was it was literally a perfect night in um a night that you saw so much creativity on the ball. Everybody knew exactly what the other player was going to do, what they were trying to do. They needed to be exactly where they needed to be. It was near perfection. My man of the match has to be the team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was something that Guillermo even said after the game too. Um, he was asked like, "Would it would work for the team? Like, what were the things that they did right?" And he he said pretty much everything, like almost everything they did mm-hmm. right. Because you're right, it was a collective team effort. Everyone brought their A game. They all worked together collectively. They got the win. Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that answer. And kudos, by the way, because I got to give. I got to give credit where credit is due because last week I also, I didn't rip him, but I did criticize Skeloto. And I also mentioned that I don't see him out coaching Bob Bradley. Boy, did he out coach Bob Bradley in this game because he came out with the perfect game plan and he had his players absolutely ready. So kudos to him. He's part of that man of the match as well. Yeah. Because I I honestly did not expect to see that uh, that dominance well, uh, that, that the Galaxy had. Yeah. Because it, if anyone had the Galaxy winning this game, it would have been, you know what? Let LAFC dominate, and we have to steal this game. We have to keep it close and get a, 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 a set-piece goal very late in the game. We got to get a penalty called in our favor. We got to get that one opportunity that we're going to get to steal this game late, but we need to keep it close. That wasn't the case. The Galaxy dominated the entire way. It, it was uh, it was a sight to see. I, I hope I could get to see it again. I, I don't know, guys. Uh, last week. Well, that's the thing, Lewis. I was I was just going to say this real okay. fast, real fast. That's what I was going to say, Lewis, because I, I don't I don't think your criticism or my criticism of Skeloto is erased. This is just one oh, game, I, and we need to see oh, the growth and what's coming up. 
because yeah, we'll give them praise now. We'll give the 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 the, the team praise for this game. It was amazing. It was beautiful. That that was football. That was soccer. Finally, from the galaxy. Finally. Um, but will we see it again? You know. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. No, and I think he's tied in in the whole. It's just too soon to tell. You know, it, it all ties in together with including Guillermo and his coaching style and his coaching abilities and his um, tactical plan and his substitutions. It's all, it's all like a tight, beautiful little package <laughs> that we saw it conveyed perfectly over the weekend. And yeah, only, only time will tell if that's something that the team can carry on moving forward or if this is going to oh, be, you know, the intensity we see for LAFC game, but that's it. Uh, I, I mean, I hope this is something uh, that we carry on no. going forward. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do have to say that last week we had when we had Delmi on the pod, we mentioned, you know, we joked that we're gonna print out a bunch of the comments that we we made and hang them up in the bulletin board uh, in the Galaxy locker room. And then the next day, Delmi goes to uh, to Galaxy practice. So you know, you guys can connect the dots if you want, and then all of a sudden they, they do a lot better. So you guys connect the dots. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, we'll take the credit. Yeah, maybe maybe Delmi did print out some yep. stuff and and put it in some secret spots that only Guillermo sees. And then uh, you know he opened up his drawer in his desk and he said, "What what is this criticism? No, I'm going to prove them wrong." And and, and there we go. <laughs> At least in my fantasy world, that's how it that's how it worked out. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. In, in, in my fantasy world, Skeleto actually listens to us. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> no, that's that's too far-fetched, man. Come on. I, I, I want to yeah, have some I'm semblance sorry, of reality. Um, so we, <laughs> you guys all talked about your man of the match. But you guys, uh, for me, um, all the people that you guys mentioned, I'm going to give one more player some love because there was a very, very important tackle that he made um, that, again, had uh, Vela one-on-one or would have had a, a breakaway shot with uh, with with Bingham, and that's uh, that's People Gonzalez. He made a last ditch little toe poke back to Bingham, and um, you know that that could have changed that goal could have changed the game. So I, I'm I, all the other players that we mentioned, the team itself, Guillermo. I think that uh, want to give some love to, to Gonzalez because I thought that was a fantastic tackle that he made in the box. You know, easily could have been a penalty, and and uh, you know, Vela oh, yeah, yeah. looked at that ball no, and he, he was just like, well, I mean, everybody got away from me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody had a great game. So all in all, another successful El Trafico in the books. Um, I saw a lot of other people trying to name it something else. Uh, it's El Trafico, guys. That's 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 it. <laughs> what were they trying to call it? All, all kinds of other things. I think, it, 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 you know, classical Angelino. Uh, I, I, I said that and I think it was... Uh, and I think uh, I heard it on ESPN Deportes because uh, I unfortunately c- could not attend the game. And so I, I was watching it on TV and uh, because it was a Spanish option, I chose that. And they they, they had dubbed it the, the, the Classical Angelino, which I'm like, oh, you know what? I kind of like that better because I wasn't ever a fan of mm-hmm. Tráfico. But I, I just, well, I, I, as I, long as it's I'm not traffic for three okay. hours to the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I'm in traffic for three hours to get to the game. It's called El Trafico, yeah. dude. Plus, I guess. Plus, Bob doesn't like it. <laughs> We've already said Bob doesn't like this. No, Bob's not a big fan of it. He likes, what is it, LA Classico? L- yeah, when you say La Classico. 
La Classico. Oh. That, that was his pitch. That was his pitch, and the internet did Please, not like no. it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Stick to stick. No, to... I think at this point, people got to give it up. Yeah. Just embrace El Trafico and just let it be what it is. <laughs> much like, much like the, uh, yeah. much like the stadium is the diggity. I don't think uh, you know. Oh goodness. <laughs> Don't get me started. Because <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like that. So I, no, I still refuse to call it Dignity Sports Park or whatever uh-huh. it's called. I like to call it uh-huh. the stadium. That's just what yeah. I call it. Yeah, and that's what, we that's call it. what it is. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, it's just such a long, ridiculous <laughs> name. What was wrong with StubHub to begin with? They could have just stayed on yep. as sponsors or whatever the case is. So I, I just stick to the Dignity. I like it. It's short. It sounds better. Diggity's good. Yeah. I like Diggity. <laughs> yeah, I like Diggity yeah, I, too. I think the other day someone asked me, like, what's it called now? And I was all, and it took me a while to get it out. It was like a tongue twister <laughs> for me. I was like, the Diggity spo- And I was like, we call it the Diggity. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Call the Diggity. What I love is that uh, so- someone, someone referred to it as the Diggity, T H E, and dummy had to correct them. No, 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 no. Um I, I forgot where I was over the weekend, but Black Street's No Diggity came on and and, and I just got this huge smile on my face because all I could think of was the stadium. Oh, 100%. I do the same thing. I almost <laughs> wish that they would play the song yeah, as soon as like, the doors open for oh dance. Oh, my God. I, nothing would, would make amazing. me happier. Surprise. I really pick that, re- too. Let's find me, out. Throw, throw that mention in there. Throw that yeah, mention in there. All right. I'm, I'm on it. I'll work on <laughs> it. Talk to the PA guy. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. She just slips yeah. in a CD. <laughs> <laughs> Press play. It's a USB now, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I don't know if they do that. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Guillermo's listening. He's saying to himself, that's a good idea. He'll relay the message. <laughs> yeah, he's the number one listener. <laughs> or at least Dennis DeClaus. I feel like he'd be listening if anything. Oh, you're right. You know, we, you know, last week. Sure. That makes sense. Last week, we didn't talk sure. about him at all. But this week, like, I mean, got to give it up to the, for this guy. Um, we were, the Galaxy were damn near a dumpster fire last year. Um, but... Some of the moves that he's made, the, the, it feels like the Galaxy are getting ambitious again, and we not we may not be clicking as well as we'd like them to be clicking, but I think that Dennis DeClosa has made a lot of moves to make the Galaxy ambitious and competitive, and so a lot of credit needs to go to him as well. Um, sure. Because no, I, completely I think you're that. Agree. <laughs> We've been doing that all season, haven't we? True, true. But yeah, but it hasn't we, been for a while. Okay, it hasn't been for a while. We yeah, we we paused for a while because he's the man behind the curtain, you know. So so we we haven't been really been bringing him up and lately in the past few weeks. No, I completely agree. Obviously, he has um, a lot of relationships and a lot of connections that have definitely helped this club, and he continues to strive for more and and. You know, we'll see how far that I can get this team. It's ironic that we bring him up. He was actually out of practice today. I got there a little late, so I wasn't able to talk to him. But to my understanding, he stuck around. He talked to several different reporters and gave interviews with everyone regarding Friday's games and tomorrow's League Cup. Um, so he's definitely been someone who has been very influential and obviously 
definitely making moves throughout the club, and hopefully he continues to do so. Yeah. So, and you brought it up. Absolutely. Uh, you you brought up all the uh, the the interviews on your Twitter account today uh, with Emil Cuello and and some of the other players about the League Cup. Um, yeah. I, I will say that I'm very excited that Zlatan and Jonathan are not available for this game. <laughs> As probably the rest of the world. <laughs> Rightfully so. <laughs> yes, um, Guillermo did confirm uh, there is no chance that we will see Zlatan or um, Jonah playing Good. tomorrow. So we don't have to worry about them. They get that extra rest. Obviously, they're both doing MLS All-Star as well. So they have a hectic enough schedule. Yeah. Um, no need to push them to a game that honestly is really not that important or necessary at this point. Your goal nothing. is to win the MLS Cup. Yes, I, I, I feel that if you're not pretty much calling everybody in Galaxy 2, you're doing something wrong. And I would go so far as to, I would even start a Galaxy 3. I will captain <laughs> it and make sure that we lose on Tuesday. <laughs> Make sure that we're not playing another meaningless game somewhere down the line. Uh, yeah, and that was that was another point. Honestly, that was another point that was brought up, and it was even you know asked for Guillermo. Like, is this game is this game actually that important to win? Is this a game that you actually want to win? Because if you win, like you said, that adds on another game to this already hectic schedule, and that's something yep. that you don't want. Um, according to him, and according to the couple players I spoke today. Yeah, it is. It is an important game. A win is a win, and any any opportunity you get to showcase what the galaxy is really about, whether it's a different type of tournament or you know an MLS game, they're going to take that and they're gonna take the game seriously. So that's kind of the overall feel we got across the board from everyone today. It's this game is going to be taken seriously. They want to win. Um, Tijuana is, you know, it, it, they're a good team. They play aggressively, and this is a perfect opportunity for them to showcase their talent, but also giving other guys that don't typically get to play some minutes for them to just kind of, you know, get out there and, and be able to do that. So we'll see what the lineup is for tomorrow. But, yeah, you can you can all breathe easy. Slatan and Jonah will not be around for that. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but I feel that that is the, the answer that you're supposed to give. You, you yeah. can't really say you can't really say yeah um fuck this game and you know and I, we're not going to care for it because we've seen other uh coaches say the same thing about the uh the, the Champions Cup well, we heard, and then we heard the, Guillermo said the same thing read, about the Cup right exactly. yeah no and I agree I agree it's a politically correct answer for Guillermo I think for players that don't get to play it's probably an exciting opportunity because they want to yes. play they want to be able to get out there and if there's anyone and I put this up on Twitter if there's anyone who where this game will actually mean something, will be Servando Carrasco because he was, you know, he grew up in Tijuana. That's a team that he cons like seriously considered joining instead of coming to MLS. That's a team that he would go scrimmage before he went off to college. So for him, it means something to play against them. It means a lot. So if you out of all of the players, he's the one that's probably walking in there with this game is important. Like it's actually meaningful to me. And the rest of yeah. the players, it's all about, I want minutes. I want people to get out there, get some minutes in. For Guillermo, yeah, again, politically correct answer. But like you said, what else is he supposed to say? Yeah. I mm -hmm. don't think that their goal is to win this thing, let alone keep, 
you know, advancing where you just keep adding games to the schedule where they just can't need a break. You need to cut that out. You don't need to be adding any games to the already long schedule. Um, so, no, I, I doubt I doubt it matters to him. Yeah, I, I fully expect. I, well, I think the key word that he said was give our young players some minutes that need some experience. I'm like, oh, that's your key word right there. Yeah, that, that's your that's that is your out be. to say. Yeah, and it, and it really should because I mean, it, this is after all just a uh, a, a money grab and um, it's a side hustle. <laughs> pretty much, they're pretty much what it is. So um, I, I think we all are in agreement that yeah, we can just not worry about this and let's focus on yeah. things that actually matter. And as you said, it is MLS Cup, and um, you know, ho- hopefully. As we talked about earlier, ho- hopefully you, you keep that intensity for the rest of the regular season and and hopefully uh, throughout the playoffs and maybe make some sort of unprecedented run uh, to the cup because I, I personally never had them winning the cup this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did have them in our uh, in our uh, season uh, preview. I, I did say they can go as far up as two, I believe, which is where they are right now. So uh, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to stay there. But I think that a lot of people would have said if at the halfway point they're in second place, not too many people would have put that bet on. So I, no, I think um, definitely not a bet you would make. But also, I don't. Even though they're in second place, in my mind, it's not really like they're in second place, just because it's so close in points that one game can shuffle the entire order yeah, of those standings. Yeah. Yep. So yep. until you give yourself enough of a wiggle room, at least by at least by a solid six points or something, then okay, then in my mind you're like okay, you're a legitimate third, second place team. Until then, right now you've just gotten lucky. You've gotten lucky that you've won a couple of games. You know you've managed to get this far. But if you allow yourself to drop a game after game after game, you will quickly find yourself out of those standings. Quickly. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, but. But but I also believe that I mean if they have been getting lucky and and I agree with the 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 standings are very generous I think MLS is actually MLSing uh, when when it comes to the stands because everybody is so close together but you're also second third in the entire league so it's kind of weird to say that oh they're actually not that good I just think that MLS is MLSing but you know <laughs> that's that, that that's just uh, that's just me last thing before no, we go they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, l- last thing before we go, uh, I-, I know we were all embarrassed by our predictions last week, but we're gonna go ahead. I'm not. We're, we're, we're gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead. I won. And, and, and do it again. Uh, you got Portland coming up. It's a road game, so tell me, we, we, we need your prediction since you will not be on balls and beers. What is your prediction for this game? Wait, whose predictions? My predictions. Your prediction for yeah, the oh, Portland Galaxy next game. Okay, so wait. Let it be known that I did call this past game that it was going to be 3-2, but in favor of LAFC. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of close. I just got the teams wrong. So let that be known. Fair um, enough. Portland. <laughs> for Portland, oh gosh. I'm so bad at predicting. But let's go... You know what? In good faith, I'm I'm predicting that Galaxy are going to win this. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to predict <laughs> that they're going to win, and I'm going to go two one. 
Two to one. All right. Nice. See, nice. I think that's fair. Nice. See you guys. I think that's fair. You guys, Delmi knows how to play to her audience. <laughs> <laughs> got to work yeah. with what you got. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely listen to Balls and Beers to hear our prediction. And we just want to say thank you, Delmi. We love having you on the show. It's really great to have you. Um, what we do usually at the end of the at end of our shows is I always ask David and Lewis if there's anything last thing they want to say before they end out the show. Is there anything last, any last thing you want to say? Um, no, I don't think so. Just kudos again to all the Galaxy fans that showed up this weekend, supported the team. You guys were so loud and so amazing in there. Um, I got to meet a bunch of you at halftime, which is always super fun, and. For what I've heard, you know, for the most part, obviously a couple of incidents here and there, but for the most part, everyone behaved. There weren't any major fights happening, nothing, you know, where people ended up at the hospital or arrested. So mm-hmm. kudos to you guys and be proud that you represented the team well. And hopefully it will repeat itself at the next one. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Delmi. Thank you for joining us this time around again. Definitely, we want you again at some other point. <laughs> of course. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, guys. Um, so that was Delmi Barrias, again, joining us uh, on Ellie is Our House. We want to thank her again. You guys heard us thank her on the show, but uh, we want to say thank you again. And So, so now, many things. I know. So many things. Well, we owe her a lot. Um, <laughs> she came on the show twice in a row. Um, Two well, the, you know, the, the, the case of wine, I'm sure, helped. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I sent her check out. I sent a check out to her manager. Um, so uh, now that now that Delmi is off, um, uh, off the show, uh, we can uh, take the gloves off a little bit, and we've talked about the game. Let's talk about everything else surrounding the game. LA versus LAFC in the stands, outside the stadium, on the on the social media. This is the banter part of the episode, you guys. So. This version of El Trafico, leading up to it, did not disappoint. And good God, did LAFC fans make complete fools out of themselves for the most part. So, we're going to start off with (laughs) Ticketgate. So, as everybody knows, the LA Galaxy has a bunch of um, partnerships that they make with youth clubs all around Southern California. So... Apparently, what what happened was a bunch of those, some of the people that run the youth clubs that happen to be part of uh, LAFC's thirty two fifty two or ha- or know people within thirty two fifty two, try to get a whole bunch of extra tickets for the game and then transfer them out to thirty two fifty two in supporter sections. So what did the Galaxy do? As soon as they figured this out, they canceled all those tickets. They refunded the money. No harm, no foul. Hey guys, sorry. But we can't keep you safe. So, you know, uh, I and I think I heard something like five to six hundred tickets were refunded. Um, but boy, did LAFC fans go bonkers over this. Um, there were claims that uh, a whole bunch of kids were now not able uh, not able to to enjoy El Tráfico because of the game because of this thing that the Galaxy this this. Uh, uh, injustice that the galaxy has committed. Um, <laughs> Won't somebody <laughs> please think of the children? <laughs> um, and and it turns out that that was not entirely true. Um, it turns out that a lot of the people that were uh, that the tickets were sold to were indeed uh, 
people from 3252. Uh, as a result, uh, both LAFC and LA Galaxy fans had to miss this match. So it, it's not just LA. They didn't target LAFC fans. How could you target a, a, a single fan base? They just identified a block of tickets and said, okay, this is what we think is happening to this block of tickets. Why don't we refund these games? So here um, it's been talked to death on a whole bunch of the other outlets. Um, I'll give my two cents on this real quick. Lewis, you can give your two cents on this. But for me, this is a game that I don't feel comfortable taking my kids to um, just because it's uh, a lot of tension um, we've already seen in the short history with between the, the two fan bases. People don't behave themselves. So it until this these fan bases can, you know, kind of coexist in harmony. And I will say, and we'll, we'll talk about this at the, at the end of the, the, this segment. Um, I don't think I would feel comfortable taking my kids. Um, it's a, a, a match where the tension is ratcheted up. And so people's, mm-hmm. you know, kind of um, aggression gets going and well, in, in, in just in the way they support or, you know, in just the, the goings on or whatever, it's just too much to deal with. Right. Well, Sure, that's from coming from the previous games, but can I get to how the security and how everything was in this game? Um, it was quite on point and it was safe, pretty much safe all around. Um, everybody seemed comfortable, um, safe. No one was really sorry shit. Um, there was a guy in front of us <clears throat> that was flipping off the uh, the riot squad and, you know, you know, agitating them and all that stuff and in the beginning it seemed like yeah whatever you know um but it turned out the guy didn't have that was in his seat so i guess someone like ratted on him or whatever and the security came and told him move later on we see him on the wing of you know that extra wing of seats that they added over there david where we're at i forget what the section we're on it's uh i think it's 338 right above above the riot squad it's 338 Yeah. yeah So he moved over to that wing, and like later on in the game, there was a kerfuffle, and they had to evacuate that same dude. But other than that, there was uh, around us um, where we sat, around us where we walked around the stadium. I actually went right through the LAFC area. Um, nothing happened. Everything was cool. No, like, it, I mean, if you're acting as a dick, shit's gonna happen. I mean, it's up. It's it's you. I mean, it's. You have to agitate someone or be a part of the agitation right. or a part of the argument to in order to get to that point. So it's literally, you know, the individual. But the security was on point. I mean, there were so many, so many. Everybody for, was there. And, um, and, and we have to give the front office credit for this because uh, in a game like this where you know, you know shit's going to go down. You know that this was a powder keg. And th- the fact that there was this military-style presence where, man, if I even look at the opposing uh, fan, like, cross-eyed, I can be kicked out for this. I mean, that's the way you probably should feel. You probably should feel like, I should not start shit because uh, I'm going to get kicked out or I'm going to get arrested. Uh, that's the way it, it should have been. So uh, kudos to, to the front office for making sure that there was this very strong security presence throughout the entire stadium. I will eventually get back to that once we get to that point because I, I do want to there is a question that I have about the security. Uh, at, Just go now. And, and, and so no, no, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. It, it, we're, we're, we're trying to go in, in order here. I, I will, I, I will go back to it. I, I promise you. Um, but uh, as far as the the ticket gate thing, I, um, if you were 
a Galaxy fan, you were just laughing. You were enjoying it. You were giving uh, applause to the front office. You were getting bravo to them for doing uh, what LAFC did to Galaxy fans last season. And this was just kind of the revenge thing. And they took it as, oh, the front office, front office finally uh, didn't cater to the away supporters. And they finally got decided to get involved the way they should in this rivalry. And they were, you know, totally happy and applauding uh, what everything was going on while AFC was crying foul. And won't somebody please think of the children and uh, all this stuff. That, and I'm just sitting back there with my popcorn watching it all happen. Uh, my opinion is I don't have a dog in this fight. Uh, I, I seriously just watched back and, and just laughed as the, um, this rival did not. This rivalry did not need any extra fuel to the fire, but there it was. <laughs> it was. It was about two days before uh, mm-hmm. the game started, and and in unison, yeah, the entire LAFC fan base, uh, pretty much saying the exact same thing as the next person on Twitter. Oh, just less than for forty-eight hours. I mean, it was basically a copy and paste thing. It was like twenty. It was like twenty-something accounts that pay, copy and paste the same thing. And and remember last year we were talking about how like LAFC has this weird kind of like cultish um, vibe yeah. about them. And 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 again, like that started coming up again. I was like, oh my god! And it's to the point where somebody was like, dude, are these just bots? Like, because it feels like bots. And well, I mean, I, I, if you're looking at the mindset of the LAFC, well, and they all have, we, we talked about it, they all have, <laughs> well, they all have the same answers and same responses to to any given situation. It, it's almost identical. It, it 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 really does feel that they go, they they went to some seminar. Did you guys see, David? I'm sure you did, David. I mean, uh, Bobby, you're off social media, but did you see the picture that um, LAG Confidential posted? Um, they had two guys. They were uh, dressed, uh, they, they had the LAFC jersey on. It looked like they were in a conference room and there were like little post-its all yeah, around yeah. the wall. It was their marketing meeting. No, mm-hmm. I missed yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I missed that one. And, and, and I got to figure out like, okay, this is their cult meeting. This is how they were trained uh, to answer, uh, you know, certain things or respond to certain things. But it, it's, it really is freaky the way that these fans all think alike. Like there really is, or it seems like there's really no critical thought well, in in their thought process. And, sure, and let me get I mean. and, and and let me let, let me segue this into what I mean. <laughs> uh, in well, it's it, I mean yes, that that is true. But you kind of I mean, see it when 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 it, it was obvious that they see someone post something up and they're like, oh, what the fuck? That's bullshit. And then instead of actually looking into if it's true or not, they just fly right with it. And that's a lot of people on social media. But that, I mean, but, but that's also. Things. But that, but they're indicative of that. I mean, those fans on Twitter that did that is indicative indicative of what I see as like very low bar uh, social media shit. You know. But 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 at the same time, you you have to take into consideration the mob mentality. But it's not just social media. You guys went sure. to the you guys went to the away game last year, and I, I one of you I think David said it that when you talk to the security guards, it's almost the exact same thing that they're saying that you see on social media. Like they have nothing necessarily to do with the the team. It's just uh, I'm assuming it's a third party yeah, that is doing see. the security. It's what people and, see and believe. And, and yet they they research. answer in the same way. Yeah, they answer the same way. So and that's yeah. what we're saying. Like that's this is like kind of cult art. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
But that's so, the thing, that's how mean, people are now. They just see a they see a post, they see a headline, they don't want to read the article, they don't want to know where it's coming from. They just believe it right away. They retweet, they tell someone else, and it just follows. It's a dominant. And it just follows. No, it's, it's true. It's, and it's and it's the lowest it's the lowest intelligence, and it's we're yeah. losing we're just losing it. And then and it's not just LAFC fans, but it's like it's just more powerful when we see well, it this I mean, way. It's like a wave. We're, we're, it's a wave, you know. Well, we're getting into a social political topic right now, but we'll we'll yeah. we'll go back to to. The, the mindlessness of just these fans because <laughs> because we're we'll segue into the next mindless uh, non critical thinking factor. Um, somebody, I'm assuming the cult leader. Let's talk about the decision to go to a soccer game in unison, wearing camo. And I I, I, I really wish I was in that room or wherever it is that this took place where that particular cult leader said you know what'll blow these guys minds and have everyone <laughs> say holy shit yes that's exactly what we're doing and i mean when you saw this at the stadium i'm sure as well as on tv everyone had the same confused like puzzled look on their face like what the hell is going on like i don't get it here's, i'm sure here's there's my, a reason for it here's my initial thought when i saw when i saw the well, the the guys in camo walking in and they're like oh we're we're invading carson and i thought well, why are they in camo are they coming to pick a fight because they're dressed like military and you don't come dressed like military unless you're going in for war and for battle for battle right and i was like okay well this is gonna yeah. be this is gonna well, be trouble but then after i realized that they had lefc from the from the team perspective had this whole campaign of like we're gonna black out the stadium and then here comes their biggest supporter group in anything but black and not only did they have camo on but it, within the camo and it's hard to pick up but i've seen uh i've seen i've seen clear pictures of them now um within the camo in black you can see where it says 3252 in the within the camouflage and so um not only was this these were all custom made shirts but they weren't from the team so this is something that came from the supporter group and mm -hmm. we talked about how like the 3252 has a a, a little bit of a history of going to um other other people's games uh they go to national team games or they went to uh ontario fury games and they're doing their like lafc chants and so you have to wonder is it really about lafc is it is it about themselves you know it never I mean? was about and, lafc i mean it, it if you talk about and david i know you have had experience with this i had experience with this you talk to any LAFC fan, I have yet to run into an LAFC fan that actually knew anything about the team. Like, legitimately, they, they, they know Carlos Vela. You, you, you want to know what's funny? You want, you want to know what's funny? Is that I ran into LAFC fan today at lunch. Um, I, I was at lunch, and I was uh, sitting. There was, a, there was a, a little, like, spot that I was at. There was, it was me and my friend, and then two other people in the whole place while we were eating. And... I'm sitting there. You keep and, going to these empty spots yeah, yeah, for I lunch, do, bro. I, do. <laughs> um, I was facing. I was facing the people, the other two people that were sitting down, who were or who were faced like horizontally to me. And I looked down, and it just caught my eye. 
her ID badge um, that was like hanging off her little like uh, lanyard thing, you know, like your, your magnetic uh, or electronic key, had a picture of her with an LAFC scarf holding it up in front of their stadium. And I just, I giggled to myself. And I have to tell you that you guys should be proud of me because I hel- I showed a lot of restraint in that I didn't go up to her and I didn't just go. <laughs> Actually, that makes me very unproud well, of you. Because she's just some random lady. You'd be a dick doing that. Yeah, she's just some random lady. You'd be a dick if you did that, right? You'd you'd be you'd be you'd be one of the supporters that we hate. Exactly. If you did that. Exactly. And so and so I I I, but again like here's I'm like what why why is this on your ID badge for work I'm assuming, um, it it was a weird thing. But I will say this: over the weekend, I went to the movies. I went to a backyard barbecue with a bunch of people that have no idea or nothing to do with soccer. Uh, they're not my family. And I had multiple people come up to me celebrating the win, the win on Friday. Multiple people coming up to me going because I was wearing Galaxy gear. No, I'm not wearing supporter gear. I'm wearing Galaxy gear. I'm repping the team. Well, you yeah. always have Galaxy gear I know, gear I always have Galaxy gear on. But, like, if I was a supporter, like if, I was in a supporter group, if I was in a supporter group <laughs> and I only wore, like, ACB or Lars or whatever, that would be something, to, you know, that would be yeah. different. I wear well, yeah, Galaxy yeah, of gear. Um, but I had a lot of people coming up to me going, like, hey, what a win. And, like, seriously, completely. Well, yeah, it was such a big game of the weekend. Everybody unexpected. knew about it. Yeah, everybody knew about it. Uh, it was completely unexpected, and it made me so happy. And, and you know, everybody that came out to me, we all just kind of laughed at what was going on. Um, and 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 especially like people were like, "What was up with the with the fatigues? That was so weird." I mean, that that really was the question because I mean, I, I I unfortunately could not go to the game. I I knew I was well, actually, no, I was supposed to have the day off at work, and I ended up getting scheduled. And long story short, I, I knew I wasn't going to make the game on time, and. So I had to watch it on TV, and as I, and I, I saw it happening, I said, what the hell is going on? And I'm quickly looking on Twitter. I'm like, I need an explanation. I need an absolute explanation as to what the hell this is. Someone has to have some sort of answer as to what I just saw because I don't get it. And I don't remember what reporter it was. I want to say it was Cesar Hernandez. I'm not entirely sure, but somebody tweeted, like, I went to go ask uh, someone from the, from the supporters, like, you know, why, why are you dressed like that? Because I'm assuming as a professional reporter, you cannot ask, why are you all dressed like idiots? But, <laughs> but, was it, but, was it but Amy, he, so was it Amy he, Lopez? I don't think so. I don't think it was, I, I want to say it was Cesar Hernandez. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was him. I'm like 80% sure it was him. But then he, 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 uh, the, the guy gives his reason. He tweets it out. I'm reading this. And as I'm sure, Everybody else, not just Galaxy fans, not just other LAFC fans, or uh, just around the league, and everyone who who heard about it, pretty much just said, y- "Yeah, you're, you're you're idiots. Like you're really embarrassing yourself. The fact that your own fan base is telling you, please never do that again. Like, what what were you thinking? Like, what was going through your head? Because obviously, that was once I found out that reason. That's when I had, you know, that." I, I went back to like, wow, this really is a mindless cult. Like nobody in that organization said, or nobody in that supporter group said, 
Um, I think this is a really good idea. This is not as cool as we think it sounds. <laughs> um, you know, they didn't really think that through. And now they are the entire, like, they're the laughing stock of the league. I mean, the entire league saw that. This is on national television. Right. They were seen marching in like little ants. Like, <laughs> in, in their cute little camouflage that, that, they, that they bought. They went out and bought this. <laughs> they spent money on this. It wasn't that they all had this. Like, David, you said, they're custom made. They went out and spent money on this to make themselves look like fucking idiots. I mean, they, that organization lost throughout the entire night. Nothing went wrong. Uh, nothing, nothing went, went right, right yeah. for, that, for that organization, including in the stands. Yeah. And now they are the laughing stock of the entire league. And I'm sorry. But I would laugh in their faces. The only thing that is fucking hilarious to me. The only thing that, that well, the only thing that I think would have been funnier is if they would have slipped and fell after spilling the beer in the in the uh, in the stands because the galaxy put down rubber mats yeah. to 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 keep the away supporters from falling. And and LAFC, of course, starts tagging all the 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 media outlets, you know, at MLS, at Taylor Twelman, at Yo Mama, uh, going like, oh, look what they're doing. They're trying to dampen the sound. It's like no. They're there because people slip on those benches and there's a lot of you guys and it's going to be, you know, beer is going to be spilled because, because guess who's known for spilling beer? LAFC fans. Um, but what they thought it was a, a, a method for them to, to kill the sound in the, in the bleachers. And so spilling, what did they do? Throwing. Yeah, I know. Uh, so what do they do? So what do they do? They take out all the mats and then one by one, like little ants. They're seen marching down to the stairs, throwing the mats over the over the side of the the thing, essentially vandalizing the stadium because mm -hmm. they're destroying the mats. Because I assume that they had to rip the mats in order to get them out, um, unless they had an uh, unless they had some sort of sharp object, um, which you know is a, is another problem um, to cut the zip ties because apparently they, they were zip tied to the to the floor, um, but they're you know. Dumping all the, the mats out. Somebody has to go clean that up that wasn't expecting to go do that. And then on top of that, the stands above ACB were damaged. Um, the, the metal the metal uh, bleachers that are up there were all uh, there was a bunch of them that are that are collapsed and bent. Um, what I heard from what I heard from somebody was. They were that was done by accident because they were not able to sustain the the uh, weight of people being on them. Well, guess what, dude? You're not supposed to be on them. Are you guys? You're not. Well, no, not that. You're not supposed to be on them. They're not meant <laughs> to hold up people. They're meant for you to sit down on the bench part of it and sit back on the on the seat back. But uh, apparently, there was a bunch but, of but, people who. Uh, but even then. But, but even but then, it, those kinds of benches can support weight. It can support enough weight. Yeah, but like, not by it, not a bunch those. of people. Not a, uh, yeah, I'm sure yeah, it was yeah. more than 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 uh, one mm. or two people. Yeah, here's here's the thing though. It should, I, it should be more when you're at a stadium. It's not going to be supporting just one or two people when it's benches at a stadium. That's not right. really smart. Well, it's yeah, the well, box, it, not it, the bench. But, but look at there, there, I, uh, there was, so there, there's but a video. That's what I'm sure. saying. It's not an accident. It's not just because. Because of weight constrictions, or because it, because it was, because it just collapsed. That's that's a bullshit reason. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. It's a bullshit right, reason. Right. Those right. benches should be be able to sustain. Yeah, if you put like 
a ton, but like, come on, like it should be able to sustain what the, the amount of fans. I mean, they're not, Galaxy's not going to be putting like little rinky dink aluminum foil freaking benches out there. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, that, that, what, what, what I'm saying is, uh, and to, to Bobby's point, it, it's, it, it, it had been supported this whole time. Why all of a sudden did it not support? Like, I, I don't, I also don't game. buy. Just in this yeah, game. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> buy the, the, the accident there. I mean, if you're looking at the video, and I'm sure if, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you know which video I'm talking about. The Galaxy, by the way, officially have said that they have confirmed that it was LAFC fans that vandalized. They use the word vandalized, not, you know, accidentally, you know, broke this because of whatever. Now, I, I don't buy that, but th there are a couple things that I have questions about. Number one, if you look at the damage that is being done, to, to set benches. It's not the bench itself, but rather the back support. And it's out. I mean, like, the way the damage is, this isn't that someone was jumping on it. I mean, someone was literally trying to rip it apart. Like, the, it, it's clear and evident that this was not accidental. There was another bench in front of that that did look collapsed. But here's my question. If everyone is standing on this bench in order for this to collapse, where are all the injuries? Because if that collapses, you're going, your momentum right. is going forward, right. which mm -hmm. means that you're crashing into mm -hmm. the people in front of you, which means they gotta, mm -hmm. they got to crash to the people in front of them. Where are all these injury reports? Even if they're minor, where are all these injury reports? And why are there no videos mm -hmm. that came out before today? I mean, it's just a little odd. It doesn't really make sense, right? But the other part that doesn't make no, sense to me is... And, the, and this is and this is where I go back to the security, Bobby. This is why I, I wanted to wait till we brought up this uh, the bleachers okay. is because we saw how much security was in that stadium. They were up and down pretty much. It looked like one security guy per aisle. If you look at the yeah, damage, basically, yeah, maybe if you're two, looking, but yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's what it really looked at. And on television, you saw yeah. yellow jackets. I mean, it was just up and down. And I got to imagine All that the they were throughout down. the stadium. So here is my question to the, I mean, and this is where I'm asking the question to security, because like I said, I don't believe this is accidental. So it, one guy is not going to be able to do that type of damage incognito. It, it, it's going to take a group of people and it's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of effort and it's going to take a lot of force that you cannot conceal under a rug. Where is security during all this? Because this didn't happen in like two seconds really quick. That damage cannot be done under the radar. Where sure. the hell was security when all this was going on? That's the part that kind of doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. If, I can't remember. I just remember that there was the majority of security guards in the upper stands where the LAFC was. Not up, not those benches, but over the, like on the, yeah, on the, the upper the, level. The, yeah, on the upper level. And then there was a ton by, you know, like all the way on, on the lower levels. In our in our area, there wasn't many. I mean, there was, you know, of course, the ones in the aisles, you know, checking tickets and making sure people are in their seats. But it wasn't the same like that. You know, I only had like one one security guard or two security guards over my shoulder behind me, and they were in the aisle. You know, uh, so like there was some there was there was certain areas that had way more than other areas. Right, like I think all so the support I'm not areas. Sure what they did. I, I think all the supporters yeah, but areas had a lot of so many, people lined yeah. up. Like no, they did. They did. No, they but, did. But, I'm, but what I'm saying is my memory, if my memory serves me right, I don't, when I looked over to those benches up there where they, where, where they damaged them, I don't remember seeing many security guards. Mm. I'm just saying my memory. Right. 
I mean, and, and that's where maybe like they they were able to get away with it. And I cannot. I mean, the the section what was it completely full of LAFC fans? Was it a supporter yeah. group that, that that was in there, yeah. or was it just a yeah. mix of people? They were all random because if it was a, pick, no, it was a mix of people, LAFC. okay, then because I because I was gonna say if there was a mix of people, you got to figure that somebody would have taken video of the action actually oh, happening. Man. And if Galaxy yeah. fans were able to see it, they probably would have been like, dude, what the some sort of scuffle would have happened. So I got to figure that a Galaxy fan is not going to do that. It's got to be LAFC fans that are doing that. But again, I have to question where the hell was the security and all that because I know for a fact that there was a no-tolerance policy in that game. Like I said, you probably could have yeah. looked at somebody cross-eyed and gotten kicked out. So mm -hmm. the fact that they were able, they had enough time and that nobody saw this. And another thing that I find, I'm not at all defending, um, I'm not like drawing conspiracy theories or, or defending uh, the you know LAFC fan base of you know creating that that reasonable doubt in there because I do believe it was vandalism. I think the evidence is there, but I, I do gotta I, I gotta imagine that. Well, I mean, uh, aside from that one video that you saw, why is it barely coming at now? Why are we barely seeing this today? Yeah, it's been it, three days. It's been three since days since it occurred. And the video, and, 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 and the video that's I, there and is I find it really bizarre. the video there that that's on the the thing. It looks like it's right after the game because it's still nighttime. There's still secure uh, security people in the area, so I think it's a video taken right after the game. I think maybe the only reason why it didn't come out before was because it was still being investigated, still under yeah. us under investigation. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, try but, to tell that to people. Then, like, yeah, try to tell that to people with Snapchat. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like that, I mean, because yeah, the video. The video that we saw came from, a, 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 uh, I saw it through a, I mean, not through my Snapchat, but the way it was posted, it was like a Snapchat feed. And so this was obviously not taken by security. This was not taken by a Galaxy official. Yeah, it was like taken a, a by somebody. Yeah, a fan. Game, so, yeah. so the fact, I, I don't know. May, and the fact that, I, I don't know. It, it's just a little odd that we're barely seeing the video on no, it is Monday. It, just, it took so long. And that nobody really mentioned or said anything because even if the video wasn't out there, the way everything was going on in social media, you mu you should have said, "Hey, did you guys check out the bleachers on the north end?" You know, like, "Hey, someone fucked this up." Like, someone should have, would have said something just to like, "Okay, we need a video," and then the video eventually pops up. But none of that happened, and nobody had heard about yeah. it until today, which I find a little odd. It. It's just, it is I, I don't know. It, 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 it's really bizarre the way in, it came this, out. In this day and age, in this day and age, when something happens, we see it right away. Right. Right, exactly. Everybody everybody has a camera. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, it's too ridiculous out, to never see one person. Yeah, go on. The, the, the other thing I was going to point out is that during this, you know, the high, you know, all the security that are around, the zero tolerance, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that even if people are being cleared out of the way that there wouldn't be security at some point, especially uh, I, I remember the very first uh, game against LAFC last season, we were actually stuck from leaving because they didn't want us to run into other LAFC fans and, you yeah. know, possibly cause some sort of, uh, you know, trouble. And we were just there like, dude, I'm just trying to go home. I'm not trying to cause trouble. Like I'm literally standing to a guy wearing an LAFC Jersey. Like, I'm not yeah. killing him. He's not killing me. We're just trying to get to our car to go home. And they kept us there until everything was clear. Now, if this was a case where that's what they were doing and that's what they were waiting up there for, I can't imagine that there wasn't a security guard there making sure that they weren't going down when they weren't supposed to and they were waiting for something to clear. So there had to be some sort of security guy 
or and it had to be more than one because you're not going to be able to to maintain that type of crowd with just a security guard, especially in a game like that. So again, I'm questioning the security. Where the hell were you when all this was happening? Did you turn the yeah. other way or what? Because that, that doesn't make sense. And that is, I give kudos to the front office for doing that. But where the hell was the security at that moment? Because that was a fail yeah. on their part. Yeah. Well. Um, Questions are unanswered, Lewis. <laughs> I guess so. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll UFOs, find out. Area 51. Who destroyed the seeds? <laughs> yeah, who destroyed the seeds? We don't, we'll never know. We just will never know. Yeah, how many licks uh, to uh, take to the middle of a, of a Tootsie Pop? We'll never three. know. <laughs> we know that. We know that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, even, I even tested that theory out. It hurt, but it was three. It hurt, but you can do it. One, but you can do a it. Two, you can a do three. it. <laughs> You gotta visit a dentist, but it's possible. <laughs> You're at um, the dentist. Three, three, big old fucking gap in your fucking teeth. <laughs> exactly. No, so so okay, so let, let's go ahead and move on with. Uh, since this is the banter part of the show, um, as I had stated, there's absolutely nothing that re- went right for for LAFC uh, in the stands, uh, on the field. The result, uh, the some of the aftermath as far as the the, the players. Uh, again, you're seeing this three days later, maybe two, I think maybe two days later, um, Zlatan's elbow, which is a, a huge thing. And it's an outcry right now. Um, and, and before the elbow, there was the, the push to Latif blessing, um, which I thought was hilarious. Okay. the greatest, the greatest was... fucking thing ever because, and what makes so... it so great. What, what, what makes this on, so... Bob, I feel like Bobby wants to say testing. something. <laughs> okay, go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, Bobby, I'm, go ahead. I, all, all, all I'm going to say is... No, no, no. I'm just laughing because it, I didn't see it at the moment because I was celebrating like... Fuck, right, right, of course. Know? Of right. course. I was, just, I was going nuts. And then... <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Because, what? because dude, when oh you when you see the still picture of it, I'm like, oh, that's funny. They shrunk him down. No, that was untouched. No. They scaled him. The way he launched. But the way he launched into the air, dude. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it really was fun. Well, okay, look, to be fair, to be fair, Zlatan did. I mean, when I saw it on replay, because I, I again I was also losing my shit as it was, you know, as uh as he was celebrating, as was I. But when I was watching the replays, I like you, Bobby, I fucking die laughing. I'm like, this motherfucker just literally that was... ran over Latif Blessing. And, I, and and the more I looked at it from different angles, and I'm like, this motherfucker tried to sell the foul. Because you can see yeah. that his feet are planted, and then he just fucking jumps. Like, he gets hit, <laughs> sure, but he fucking jumps. Yeah. And I go, dude, this guy when I... tried... To draw the foul, to try to get a yellow or a red on Zlatan, and it backfired oh my so God, epically so that he is now forever immortalized in a meme and gif that pretty much represents oh. what this rivalry has been for the past four yeah. games. Well, that's, uh, well, that's how I felt. That's how I felt like after the game. After I saw it, I don't know how long I say it was probably the next day or something. But I'm like, damn, this game keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> just, just I thought it was the funniest shit. <laughs> but it, it, it really is though, because I, I you look at social media, and our uh, our social media was blowing up during the game for obvious reasons. I mean, uh, in a game like this, the battle lines are 
clearly drawn. People that don't interact with us were interacting with us for this game. And even till the next day uh, through Sunday, I mean, we were still getting mentions and all this stuff from from the from the tweets that I was get that I was posting uh uh, on the game and as more and more stuff comes out like just today i saw a video that i had not seen uh of zlatan doing the the you know little man over there you know oh, right, Bobby, did you right, see that right, right. no so, i missed yeah, that too yeah i i completely missed that but someone posted <laughs> a, someone me, posted a video of uh uh it was just on zlatan i'm not sure if it was before the game maybe it was halftime um, I, it, it definitely wasn't during the game during like a dead player or anything, but Zlatan just kind of standing around and he's smiling at the crowd and, and, and whatnot. And then he does the little, like, you know, oh, little guy, you know, and then he, and then he points <laughs> to his left and like the crowd's just dying. And like the Twitter feed says, oh, like, this is man. what Zlatan really thinks of LAFC. And I'm like, man, and, and like the memes just keep coming and coming and coming. And, it, and obviously the, the camouflage memes were all over the place. It, it truly was the game that just kept on giving, and and I'm pretty sure uh, throughout the season I, I'm, we're gonna see more and more stuff come out. Obviously, the camouflage thing is not gonna go away. Uh, the Latif blessing uh, image is not gonna go away. We're actually going to use it at some point. Uh, we're it, it's up and ready to go whenever we're ready and in uh, perfect use. I'm pretty sure by next week, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll put it up. Uh, but it's going to be a, a recurring theme. Uh, Zlatan has 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 gifted us with brand new gifts to use against LAFC. Uh, Tyler Miller. I think my favorite part of that. I'm I'm watching it right now. Sorry, I'm watching it right now because David sent it to me. I think my favorite part of it is just watching his eyebrows going up and down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite part of it. It's not the small or pointing. It's just like "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." hilarious. I mean, and then you keep going on, like, you know, you keep adding insult to injury. Look at Tyler Miller. Uh, This is the second time that Zlatan has murdered him. And um, and you just got to, like, laugh at the poor guy. We're like, dude, this guy is going to have nightmares. I mean, literal nightmares of Zlatan. And I I thought about this old commercial. I, I don't remember if you guys will remember this. Bobby, I'm kind of looking more in your direction. I don't remember okay. if it was for sports. I don't remember if it was for a product. But it was an old commercial, uh, had Joe Montana, and okay. he was, like, under, like, examination. He had, like, the, the stuff, like, connected to his head, and he was doing the ink block test. And they're saying, what do you see here? And he just, like, every oh, every this. every image that was shown to him, he would say, Reggie White, Reggie White, yeah. Reggie White. I remember that's that. Much, you remember from that, the right? Past. Yeah, way Blast back, way back, way back, way back, yeah. And that's what I figured Tyler Miller I is. I boy now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he took me back. I became a little yeah, boy. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> 40 yeah. 40 years all the way. It, it was nostalgic. <laughs> but I, that's what yeah. I figured that Tyler Miller is going to be from now on. Zlatan. What do you see? Zlatan. Zlatan. <laughs> like, yeah. the guy is just going to have nightmares of that guy. He's just been murdered uh, twice already. And, and I laughed at the whole, um, I guess it was this big old thing. Like, who, which goalie? do you put in uh, for this game? It was Miller and then the other guy because the other guy had the hot hand, but they ended up putting Miller. I'm like, man, poor guy. Because <laughs> that guy's not going to want to come out against the Galaxy ever again. Uh, although, to be fair, he had some very magnificent saves in there because I think that the scoreline could have been uh, significantly worse for LAFC. Um, he did make some fantastic oh, saves. Definitely. But, definitely. but uh, Zlatan oh, that one, just got that the better That one on Fabio was pretty incredible. Oof! 
Yeah. And oh, then the three, I wanted that so bad. I know, me too. And then the, and then the three-shot <laughs> sequence where he, he blocked us. Oh, my God, Fabio. that was nuts. That yeah. was nuts. Oh, Raul, he should have hit that first time. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it, it really was a case of – uh, nothing went right for that organization. It was it was a perfect night for the galaxy. It was uh, just, uh, I mean, look at us. Look, look how giddy we are. It's been three days. <laughs> I actually, I also, I also uh, want to say one more thing. I actually called a hat trick with with, with the people that I was with, DRC and uh, Raul. I was like, this motherfucker. I don't know if he's ever gonna make a hat trick, but I hope he does it today. And then we got a left, <laughs> right, and header. A perfect hat trick. God damn. Well, well, one of the things that we that one of the things that we have to the I'm not sure if Bobby you noticed this, but uh, DRC his first soccer game ever was yes, last yeah. year against Galaxy versus LAFC, and we were the embarrassed. First when we were down. Yes, so we, yeah. we were embarrassed when we were down three zero. We were apologizing to him like, "Bro, I'm sorry, this was your first experience. It should not have happened." And of course, epicness ensued. Now, I don't <laughs> think he went. I don't think he went to the other two games. Did he? Did he go to the? No, he he went to uh like us. Wait, no, didn't uh, he like go to the game. game? That's it. Didn't he go to the game where we drew? No, he did. No, I don't no. think he did. Oh, okay. No, this is no. the only two games that he's gone to. These okay, are the only two LAFC so, games that he's gone to. Right. Okay. So so that's my point. DRC has been to two LAFC oh, no. games. He where... said he already said he's a good he's a good he's a good luck charm. He's already there. Said it, it is. There you go. We have to get that. <laughs> yeah. He. You gotta take him, David. You have tickets to that game. You take DRC in my place. Yeah, all right. Ooh, he would love that, dude, because he's always being like, David is always giving you guys the fucking tickets. We're LA's or hell. Yeah. What are you talking about? We're... <laughs> like, why is, that a, why is that a complaint? Why would you be the first choice? Man. Why would you Man. be the first choice? Freaking, well, now we know. David now always we know. taking well, his family and his wife. Definitely the yeah, first now, choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now we know. <laughs> you would always get crazy. I'm like, Dick, what are you talking about? There's two tickets. We're not going to take you. It's me or Lewis. <laughs> He's all, that's, that just fucked up, fool. That just fucked up. No. <laughs> They're not our tickets. Get, They're not our tickets. Get season tickets, bro. Get season tickets. They're not that I expensive. Know, for They're real. nowhere near as expensive as Dodger tickets. As a do- oh, this Dodgers, yeah. yeah. And he gets his he gets his Dodger seasons, yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He got a 40. He's good. Um, all right, guys. So I, I've said my pieces. I know it's an easy target. Do any of you guys That's... have any last final shots that you want to take? Well, take, uh, take David, them. anything? I, I, I think we should close out, though. But, David? Well, take... uh, we we do have questions from Twitter. So I, I, I do want to at least oh, yes. address some of these yes, yes, really yes. quick. Really quick. So Please, fast. We still have balls yes, of Yes, I know. So uh, Uncle Dishwasher from Twitter. Uh, he wants to know. He, <laughs> okay. He, he asks, "Does does beating LAFC feel better now?" Oh, feel, sorry. Does beating LAFC feel better than how bad losing two games to San Jose feels? So I guess, yeah. What it does basically does this ease the pain of of uh, losing to San Jose? For me, it's no. Um, and then uh, he wants to know how loud the the fan the LAFC fans were from where we sat. So Bobby, that's for you. And um, uh-huh. and then one more. Uh, which win is better, Tropical One or this one? Okay, uh, so of, oh, of last season, yeah. Like which Wait, one? So, which so game? Let me... The first game, oh, the first okay. El Tropical yeah. or this one no, that just went past? No, this one versus the, the first, first the, the El first Tropical. There's not an appearance, and then this one. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so to answer the first question, um, yes. 
beating LAFC, it feels a hell of a lot better than mm-hmm. I would take. I would take beating LAFC and losing two to San Jose than the other way around. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Because I I cannot fathom losing two games to LAFC and just beating it San Jose for this one. I don't want to lose any. It I don't want to lose it, any no, of them. But, I don't. No. Of course, of course. But either. you're giving us a choice between yeah, two. That's the but choice. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't band-aid San Jose lost. We should have never lost that way in both games. But that's his question. That that's the disgrace. question. Does, but, does this band-aid that? That's his question. Absolutely. Look how look how happy I don't know about band-aid it, but yeah. Well, look we're happy, happy because every, it's, right. it's incredible. Look but. how happy everybody is after this win. Do, do you, I mean, honestly, David, I know what you're going to say because you have to, you know, stick to your argument, but no one's even fucking thinking about San Jose anymore. Nobody nope. is. Everyone's still nope. like thinking about this LAFC game. We just <laughs> talked about it. Look at all the memes that are still coming out. Look at all the videos that are still coming out. Look at all the shit that's still ta- that, that, we're, that we're still talking. It's this by a Yeah, it's, it's not even close. <laughs> it's no. not even close. I, I would take I would take two losses, San Jose versus one win versus LAFC, then the other way around. Every single time. And it's not even, it's not even close to me. I, 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 I agree with Lewis. That's a hard one, but I agree with Lewis. But it, again, uh, I don't believe the word Band-Aid is right, but I would yeah. take those losses. Like, I don't feel better that we, that we won this game and I'm like, oh, then those games don't matter. Those fucking games mattered, man. But yeah, of course. Who do, but who do I want to truly beat? LAFC. They're Thank the you. true rivalry now. They're the Thank true. Thank you. I've been telling you guys, me and Lewis, I, we, we, I mean, I talked about it in the last two seasons. You've been seeing that the team does not care about the rivalry of, of San Jose. Just like the fa- not as the same way as the fans that are holding on to it. That shit has been dwindling for a while and you can see it. But I know, David, you don't feel that way because you're holding on to that San Jose rivalry as a fan. And I get that. But you got to be, you got to be. Eyes wide open and see what's happening here's, with the players, because not like no one on the field. I, I, really here's here's what my okay. here's what my eyes are open to, Bobby. LAFC has not beaten us. They're not a rival. It doesn't matter. They're not a rival. It doesn't They're matter. A thorn in no. our side. Lewis, this, They're a thorn in yeah, our side. Right now because they great, have not. Lewis, Lewis has a great yet. reply for this one. Yeah, until they can I, win a few games. No, they're dirt under my shoe that's bothering me. That's what they are. I mean, I think I think you're just trying to diss them. That's all you're trying to do, yeah, but like it's not it's not true. I mean, when you <laughs> that's also well, because true. well, look at if you yeah, I know, but you're you're trying to do that and not see the 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 true the true point of this. If you go to a, to a Galaxy versus San Jose game, you're not gonna feel that rivalry no more, dude. Only LAFC you're gonna feel now. I know that's I know pretty of, much the David, main I know a one. Lot of David, Galaxy you fans you you, you even throughout Galaxy the fans, way. not the players, not the team. Fans, the players, the players. The players showed who the true rival was. Did they yes, show any sort saying. of intensity against San Jose? No, nope. but they showed it against LAFC. They show up for this game. And did we what get mad at them? And did the we game? get mad at them for did... it? No. Yes, but the we whole... did. But, but... Yeah, we did. We got well, mad we that did. they lost to we them. We did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to beat well, San Jose. But we're talking about what's Okay, okay, okay. Here, here. That's what we're talking about. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Before you get into that, wait, wait, hold on, David. Uh, Don't don't, don't go into more questions. Let's let's answer the questions from Twitter and close out, guys. Okay, wait. We have a balls and beers. Okay, Okay, that's what I was about to ask you, Bobby, because I can rebuttal David, but I'm asking you as a producer, do you really want me to answer? Go for it. You sure? If you can do it in less than 30 seconds, go. But if you can't, let's move on. Let's go ahead and move on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. What was the second question? Let's answer the second question quick. All right, th- th- that was th- th- that was for you. How loud did LAFC sound where you sat? That Bobby, that was on you. Hey, the other one that went. I 
literally I heard them in the beginning of the game and then they were just washed out the entire game. We were so fucking loud, dude. We were so loud. I wanted them to like chant, where's Bella? But no one did it. But <laughs> <laughs> because he was he was a missing man the, yeah, the there majority were, there of the game. Were, there were portions I mean, of the game where I didn't see him. Well, I forgot. Uh, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot he was on the field. And again, um, and again, uh, credit to Palenta. Credit to uh, People Gonzalez, who just absolutely shut that. They made Velo their bitch, straight up. I don't care if he has two goals. One was a penalty kick. One was offside. It should have never counted. Velo was frustrated. You saw it. He was absolutely taken out of this game. Uh, credit to the to to the defenders there. Um, as far as the question is, I know I I know it was meant for uh someone who was at the stadium but i'll tell you right now as i'm watching it on tv you heard loud, huh? that stadium it was fucking loud you heard did you guys hear did fans. you guys hear fuck you chivas yeah on tv yeah did you hear yeah. fuck you chivas on tv yeah, but I heard, even I heard more thundering was chance. you can't beat us that was yeah you can't beat yeah, us. that was that was loud i mean that really was uh if you're watching it on tv if you the, haven't watched it was, go ahead and watch it again because they basically drown out the the commentators because they really rare, do. Because rare, because this is one of the one of the rare times where it's not just the supporter groups doing the chats. It's the entire, right. it's the entire stadium. stadium. Because exactly. the entire stadium cares. Because this is a real rivalry game now. Okay. So so basically you took so. the you know, what I was gonna say right out of my mouth. Yep. Thank you very yep. much, yep. Bobby. Okay. And last third question. Uh last question. Which win was better? This one or last year's Latan's uh debut? Well if I think this is I think this is easy. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast with uh, Delmi, I already said this is it's this one because the last one we didn't play well. It was an amazing game. It was a great launch for Zlatan and everything, but that was not a good team. It just wasn't. This it, was a good game, good win, great team, great performance, wonderful football. We didn't have that in the first game. Yeah, I, I think uh, that's this is the way I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer it two ways. If and maybe this is a cop out, but Bobby's right. If we're talking about What's the greater win as far as performance? It's this one by a mile, and it's not even close. This was a perfect game. This was a complete game. It was against our rival. This is a game that you want to see not just against your rival, but against any other given opponent on this any other given see our team. game. Yes. But as far as the epicness of the win, it is absolutely no contest. It's the first one. Yeah. Because that was a perfect score. I think, it's be- I think you guys would change your mind if you were actually at the Here's, game. Uh, you're right. Here, here's what maybe, I'll say. Here's maybe. what I'll say about this. No, I'm positive about it. I'm positive about it. Here's here's what I'm here's what I'm going to say about this. Um, this game, this last week, the win, it was a better storyline. The first game was first appearance of Zlatan, and I've got that in mint condition. Yeah, but the, this was also the first hat trick of Zlatan against LAFC. That first goal, and that first style. forty yard goal, should have counted as two. Let, let, but but oh. let's be honest here. I mean, we're, Galaxy yeah, fans, <laughs> Galaxy fans will always remember the date of that first game. Everyone sure. is going to know. I always March remember 31st. this game yeah. too, though. I'll but always I, remember I, I, this game. Trust no, me. No, no, you'll remember the experience. But Galaxy fans will say March thirty first. I know what happened on that day. April third. Happy four three day. They did it. They're they're not going to do it for this game. They're going to do it for that first game, which means that one is probably more memorable. That's why the epicness. It was a perfect storm in that first one. The comeback. The debut, the the type of goals in the manner in which it happened, and the time of the goals to 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 take that victory away, it was absolutely beautiful, and everyone is going to remember that. This I'm not taking anything away from this win, as as I said, Bobby, you said it too. 
performance wise, it's not it's not a contest. But everything surrounding but, that first game was absolutely perfect. That one has to also, go down as a better. Victory. But also, 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 crowd. The crowd was way bigger than that first game. The the chants were way louder. The yeah. the, the the excitement was way bigger than the first game. Like, until you know Zlatan made that one goal, the first goal. But like this was ninety minutes through. Everything was exciting. Ninety minutes through that other game was not. Sorry. I have to, in that sense, I, I probably have to be at the game. I, I think that's where I probably have to agree with Bobby. Where like maybe if I was at the game and I saw for ninety minutes that that's what was happening to. at the stadium, you would change your guys' um, minds if you guys were at the game. Trust me. Yeah, it was like a religious experience that night. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, All thank right. you. Wait, wait. We, uh, have more, guys... we have more questions. We have more questions. Sorry, dude. Sorry, dude. I, I... Um. No, we, Last we one. I, I, come on, I, I come don't, on. I, I don't want to go on. Uh, Charlie Arevalo asks, are our fans too casual? Too many little black areas here and there. Fans waiting till the last minute to buy tickets. And now fans waiting on the small supporters group section we, uh, we're getting. Do we need more unity and preparation? David, I feel That's this is a question. That's LA's been. We're going on, David. This yeah, is, I, I think there's a uh, question for you. Yeah, I, th- I think this is going to change next year when the safe standing section opens on the north end. I think more people are going to be excited to be part of that side of the stadium. I think there's going to be a more organized group now that uh, Galaxians and ACB are going to be working, are going to be basically intermingling and, and becoming one. Yeah. I, I think they're keeping their – conjunction. Their, they're going to work closely together. They're keeping their, their own supporters group. And then the riot squad on the other side – I feel like they're primed to kind of expand a little bit too. So it would be pretty awesome if we had that north end, the full north end, four sections of that um, side of the stadium going and then having the riot squad expand a little bit now that they've kind of, you know, um, uh, staked their claim to that to that spot and dug in their heels. I would really like it if they made the, the um, section above them a permanent um, and uh, quite frankly, better looking um, stand. So that way when, um, Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause I feel like expanding up would be better for them rather than expanding out. Um, so yeah. for, at least for, for the ride squad. So I, I really enjoyed that, that corner section because it gives the opportunity for uh, fans to kind of get involved with plays on that side of the stadium. So I really like the cross field thing that we have. Um, but I mean, if you feel like our fans are too casual and you feel like, you know, all the other, um, supporter group affiliated podcasts say this, like go join a supporter group. If you feel that that we're, we're not organized enough, the supporters uh, section are too small, go join them, go join them, get your friends to join them. That's all you got to do. You know, that's how we're going to, how we're going to grow it is other people getting involved, not just, you know, uh, uh, complaining about it from, from other sections of the stadium. Yep. Well, that's how it works, but yeah. All right, guys, done with the questions. I'm not even asked for any last words. I do. I do. Hey, have, have, you, <laughs> God damn, you know, this is no, episode no. 166. I'm saying goodbye, David and Lewis. Say goodbye now. Bye. Bye now. <laughs> Bye, guys. Listen to Balls and Beers. It's probably going to go super fast because I don't know if Lewis has battery now. Bye! <laughs> Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. 
hit that subscribe button and we'll see you in the next episode.